0: Welcome to a second year of this Daily Prayer podcast, which is based on the 2018 Presbyterian Book of Common Worship, Daily Prayer Edition. The reach of this podcast has grown fairly steadily over the past 12 months. I have no idea who most of you are, but it is encouraging me to know that you find this beneficial. I certainly do myself. Recording the episodes of of this podcast on an almost daily basis has enriched my spiritual life. In all honesty, there are some parts of the Bible that I had not read in a very long time, and it is very good to have a responsibility that guarantees that I will stay diligent in my reading. As we begin this second year, I want to bring to your attention a few minor changes. We are beginning year two of this two-year daily lectionary. This lectionary was first created back in the late 1970s. It's been published in worship resources of the Evangelical Lutheran Church, the Episcopal Church, and the Presbyterian Church USA. There are some minor differences between the three versions of this lectionary, especially with respect to the Psalms. But for the most part, most of the time, we're hearing the same passages that our Lutheran and Episcopal sisters and brothers are hearing. Sometimes the Presbyterian version offers me a choice. For example, tomorrow there is a reading from the book of the prophet Amos. The Lutheran and Episcopal version is a shorter reading. The Presbyterian version offers me the choice of the shorter reading or a slightly longer reading. So I have some choices to make. As we begin year two, Note that the placement of the Gospel and New Testament lessons are switching. This year, you'll typically hear the Gospel passage in morning prayer and the New Testament passage in evening prayer. There are times when the lectionary offers some choices. For example, recently we heard readings from the first book of Maccabees, which technically is part of the Protestant Apocrypha. I could have chosen to offer you a larger number of readings from Ezra and Nehemiah instead. In that case, I chose the readings from 1st Maccabees simply because it had been an extremely long time since I had read that book, and I wanted to share the story that is at the heart of the Jewish festival of Hanukkah. That's just one example out of many. The point is, sometimes the lectionary presents me with choices, and I simply have to make a decision. Other people using the book of, the Presbyterian Book of Common Worship, Daily Prayer Edition, might make different choices, and that's perfectly fine. And in future years, I might make different choices myself. We'll just have to see how the Holy Spirit leads me when those choices present themselves as we go along. One question I've struggled with is what to do about the fact that there are so many parts of the Bible that are not covered in the lectionary. It covers almost all of the New Testament and most of the New Testament, but still, there are significant portions that are left out. The books of Chronicles, for example, are hardly included at all. When we were working our way through First and Second Kings, I decided to cover the books in their entirety by adding additional readings at the conclusion of midday prayer, although sometimes that made for some very lengthy episodes. I plan on continuing to experiment with this, One of the things I would like to do is to determine precisely which portions of the scriptures are not included in the lectionary ever at all, and then find some way to include those passages in a manageable and seasonably appropriate way. There are, for example, a number of perfectly good psalms that never show up in the lectionary. So the completest in me feels like we're missing something. So this will be an ongoing effort over time. The New Revised Standard Version was published in 1989 by the National Council of the Churches of Christ. Three decades later, it is finally receiving an update in partnership with Friendship Press. This New Revised Standard Version updated edition is scheduled to be released in digital format on Christmas Day and in book form sometime in the spring of 2022. This is an update, not a brand new translation. The editors are simply making changes to the existing translation that are warranted by advances in scholarship and changes in linguistics. If you go to friendshippress.org, you can find a document that explains their translation philosophy and gives some examples. Two examples that come immediately to my mind are the change of wise men to magi in the familiar epiphany story since the word is now well-known in English and is commonly used in many other Bible translations, and also the elimination of the word fornication, which is hardly used at all in Common English today. That word is being replaced with the phrase sexual immorality. Those are just two examples. The Friendship Press document offers many others. I will make the switch to the NRSV updated edition as soon as I reasonably can. As this podcast continues to evolve, I will continue to look for ways to incorporate the fullness of the rich diversity of prayers in the Book of Common Worship. Earlier this year, I started including the ancient and classic prayers and the prayers for various occasions in the service of of midday prayer. I hope these have been enriching for you. They certainly have been for me. I will continue to include prayers from the broad range of Christian interests and the broad history of the Church to enrich our prayer life. And, beginning today, I am now also included, including a once-a-week special service called the Vigil of the Resurrection. This is a brief service for Saturday evening, about 10 minutes long, that's intended to help prepare us for corporate worship on Sunday mornings. You can enjoy this service in place of, or in addition to, the evening prayer service every Saturday. One significant feature of this service is a resurrection gospel passage, that is, one of the stories in the Gospels about Christ's resurrection appearances to his disciples. There are ten of these such passages. In the Orthodox Church, one of these resurrection gospel passages is read in worship every Sunday. So, what we're doing here is borrowing from a very well-established practice in a completely different branch of the Christian Church. I hope you will enjoy these Vigil of the Resurrection services. I've never participated in or led such a service in the past, and I'm excited to offer it to you now, for the very first time. Also, as we begin year two, I am making some additional adjustments behind the scenes from a production standpoint, simply to make things easier for me. I've changed file formats, for example, so that it will take a lot less time to upload the episodes. You shouldn't notice a significant difference on your end. I'm also now recording everything in stereo. In the past, it was a mixture of stereo and mono. As I make these adjustments, I'm temporarily removing the musical elements of the podcast and replacing them with spoken elements. It has always been my hope to get more music into these daily prayer services, but I know that the quality of some of them has not been the greatest, and some of the tunes are, frankly, fairly difficult to sing, at least for me. So we're just going to put the music on pause for the time being while I make some of these other adjustments, and then I will start bringing the music back when I feel sufficiently satisfied with its quality. I'm also painfully aware that sometimes I make mistakes. When I'm recording the episodes, if I make a serious blunder, I typically stop and re-record that portion to correct it before it goes live. Sometimes I make smaller mistakes that I decide to let slide. I've made several of those here in this little narrative right now. It's really no different than when I give a sermon and my tongue gets twisted and the words come out a little jumbled and people just have to adapt. None of us are flawless speakers. But sometimes there may be some mistakes that I'm not even aware that I've made. Those are the ones that worry me most. For I do not want to misrepresent God's holy word. So I would ask for your forgiveness and God's forgiveness for any blunders I make that do disservice to the scriptures or to the prayers in the book of common worship. It is certainly not my intent to misrepresent either book. Finally, for any of you who may not have found it, there is an episode zero of this podcast that explains a bit more about the practice of daily prayer and the four specific daily prayer services that the Presbyterian Book of Common Worship offers. You should be able to find that episode by scrolling down to the very bottom of the list of episodes in your podcast feed. At some point, I'd like to come up with a better way to make that introductory episode more accessible to new listeners and i may want to replace it with an updated version sometime down the road thank you for your ongoing patience with me this is a significant labor of love but because of my other pastoral responsibilities it's often quite a challenge to do anything more than simply try to keep up with the daily production of new episodes thank you for your faithful listening it is my constant hope and prayer that i am bringing a little more light to this world and into people's hearts. Lord knows we need more light in this world.